welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode. And I'm excited that we have two poem submissions that I want to share with you on today. The first one is from Rianne. And Rianne's poem reads, Nothing changed except my whole world. Once I spoke that demon truth out loud, not the white horse gallant brand of ethereal goodness truth, but the real filth, that is my truth. Dredged in dirt decades deep, desperate, purging herself pure from that putrid stink. In her first gasp of fresher air, she reached blindly for any shovel and she began to dig, clearing out that rot, cleansing her vessel clean, coming home to her body to embody the love she could only now begin to allow to flow from and into and through her, finally feeling, making a home for her dirt in me. This is opening to divine care in letting my truth live. I set my soul free. Yes, Rianne, thank you so much for your poem and the importance of us speaking the truth, even if it makes others uncomfortable, even if it makes us uncomfortable to not sanitize or censor our lives, but to sit in the reality of the messiness, the difficulty, the bloodiness, the pain, uh, the imperfection, the ragged edges of our truth. And I hope as you are coming home to yourself that you are allowing yourself to open up for divine healing, as Rianne calls it. And that divine healing requires truth telling. I hope on today that you are telling yourself the truth. Our second poem is from Amina and Amina is joining us from Cairo, Egypt. So glad to have you with us, Amina. And the piece reads, Write what you know, they said. Little did they know what they think I know isn't what they read. A girl, so pretty, so delicate, the one they made their daughters look up to, but now all dread. How can she have such thoughts? I know her mother. We went to the same school, but someone played in her head. They weren't words of violence, language, or sex. It was all just truths. She regularly questioned and pursued the untouched thread. 
the one they were too nervous to follow, but went out, gambled, worked, and acted busy instead. A place beyond all doubts, fears, and all the norms we were fed, where one confronts what they're made of, what they want out of life, and layer after layer they shed, a reason they were here to fulfill, a fifth direction in their compass, and a rule that would not bend. And that's what they were afraid of, accepting, conforming, and letting go so they still play pretend. She wishes she had kept her mouth shut. She tried being genuine and just wanted a friend. They all condemn her now, move in the opposite direction and make sure she doesn't blend. But she knows she's on to something big. It's the reason why all of this is happening and not the end. Yes, Amina, this is so important that when you speak truth, when you just ask questions that people are not ready for, many of them will withdraw. Uh, many of them will reject. Many of them will label you. Many of them will wonder what happened to you that you are going into these areas that we have said are off limits. But as you name, when we are willing to ask questions, including questions about ourselves and our community and about society, we're on to something big, that we are not just sitting uh, in silence, that we are not just accepting uh, being brainwashed or indoctrinated, but really being open to truth. And in that, we come home. And in that, we can be healed and empowered. I am so excited about this journey home, you all. And I need to let you know that you have inspired me. And as a result of the Homecoming podcast, I have written a book called Homecoming. And Homecoming will be released in the U.S. in March, but it is now available for pre-order. And so I want to encourage you uh, to go to barnesandnoble.com uh, or amazon.com or independent booksellers or target.com and to look up Homecoming and my full name, Tama Bryant, B-R-Y-A-N-T, and pre-order your copy today so that when they mail out those first copies in March, that yours will come speedily. And for our international audience, I am hoping that yours will be released later in the year, and I will keep you updated about that process. But for those in the States, you can pre-order Homecoming today as we come home to our authentic selves. And that is actually our topic on today, being a real one, how to be more authentic. And this is so important on our journey. And so we want to address it with compassion and recognize and interrogate for ourselves, 
what are some of the reasons why we have adapted, why we have censored, why we have shown up as a false character, a false representative of ourselves, that many times we did that out of survival or did that hoping to be accepted um, or chosen or respected or loved. And so when our primary agenda was outside of ourselves, whether for emotional safety or physical safety, we often take on roles that are not authentic to us. And you may have received messages even as a child uh, letting you know that your authentic self was unacceptable to some people. And so you may have learned how to modify, how to adjust, how to self-select what you disclose and what you share. And you can do that for so long that you actually lose sight of yourself and you spend more time being fake than authentic, feeling like a fraud, but also feeling like you don't have a choice. But as we come home to ourselves, we want that radical revolutionary self-acceptance that is based in truth, where we are determined to show up as ourselves. And so I invite you this week to even journal about spaces and places where you felt you had to pretend and what it would be like for you in this season of your life to embrace your authentic self. I want you to really reflect on what that would feel like emotionally, physically, to not have to walk on eggshells, to not have to anticipate what other people need or want you to be, Uh, to not have to silence your voice and your opinions and your style and your flavor and to actually be liberated to live in the fullness of who you are, even when there are some who do not approve. And so how can we be more authentic? An important piece is that we really learn to enhance our reflexivity to observe ourselves, to be attuned to ourselves so that you can start to pay attention to when you start to alter yourself, to be so aware and in sync with your heart, even with your body and with your spirit that you begin to notice when you are shifting, when you are caving, when you are hiding and to know when you are being inauthentic will help you to better recognize when you are showing up in truth. And so you can even think about among your friends and among your family, with whom are you the most true version of yourself? With whom do you feel less likely to censor, modify, adjust, hide? With whom do you not have to overthink, but you feel safe to say what you feel, what you think? And it doesn't mean that the person has to agree with everything you think or feel, 
but that there is safety for the variations that you all don't have to be clones or duplicates or a ditto or yes men or yes woman, yes person to have to uh, always agree, but where there is space for the reality that we have lived different lives, we have different personalities and values, different experiences, and that in authentic friendships, there is room for authentic people. So I want to invite you to begin paying attention to when you are shifting and when you are manifesting truth. To become more authentic, it's also helpful to reflect on where you received these messages. Who told you that you had to dress that way, that you had to speak that way, that you had to walk that way? Who told you that you had to make your face look like that, that you had to uh, mask your emotions? Who told you who you had to be or who you should be? And as you reflect on those messengers, you can also think more critically about, do I choose to continue to align with this script that other people have written for me? Or am I ready to either edit the script or rip the script up and write myself from scratch? What are the things that you were told are important for you to be, say, do, or feel? And do you actually agree? And can you have the boldness, the safety, and the courage in this season of your life to challenge and to question just because they said it or implied it, does that mean it's true? Just because they want that to be me, is that how I have to continue to show up for life? Or in this season, am I ready to reclaim the parts of myself that I have muted, that I have hidden, that I have altered trying to be acceptable to other people? And so a part of this work, especially for trauma survivors, will be Really being honest with yourself of, am I safe? Is it safe enough now for me to show up in truth? Because the reality is some of us have lived through some seasons. It may have been childhood. It may have been workplaces. It could be prior relationships where it actually was not safe for you to be authentic And so you may have lived many years as an adapted version of yourself, a censored version of yourself, an altered version of yourself. And the reality is some of us are no longer in those spaces and places, but the programming that we received in those spaces, we are still living out. So I invite you to really look at the layout of your current life and ask yourself, is it safe enough now for me to come out of hiding? Is it safe enough now 
for me to give myself back my humanity, which allows me to have my own thoughts and my own feelings? Am I still in present danger or am I operating out of old scripts and triggers? I invite you even now as you reflect on the question, if it aligns with you, to place a hand on your heart and a hand on your belly as you wonder within yourself, can I come out now? Can I come out in truth? Can I come out in realness? Can I come out and be authentically me? Is this my season where I get my breath back, where I get my body back? Is this my season where I can speak, breathe, live with more freedom? It doesn't mean everyone's going to like it. It doesn't mean everyone's going to endorse it, validate it, or celebrate it. But what will happen if I express myself? And if I am surrounded by people with whom it is not safe for me to express myself, what, if any, decisions can I make within my life so that I can shift the atmosphere and spend more time in places where it is actually safe for me to be authentic? So we want to consider how we can within ourselves, hold doubts and judgments about our authenticity, right? If you love to laugh a lot, but you were always told that was goofy or silly and it's not okay for you to be that, do you really believe it, right? What do you really think about a joyful person? You know, what do you really think about someone who smiles often or laughs easily? What, what are the judgments you hold about that that keep you from embracing that aspect of yourself? Maybe you are a creative, uh, an unfulfilled artist, but you were told that being an artist or a writer is frivolous, is a waste of time, uh, is not practical enough, is not a real job? What are the things you were told and what are the things you actually believe that made you put your painting away, that made you stop dancing? What are the judgments that you hold? Maybe you were told that uh, dancers cannot be older. Maybe you were told that uh, dancers cannot be full-figured, and maybe you were told that men or boys cannot dance. What were the messages that you were told is one piece, who told you is another, and the third one is what do you believe, right? What do you, what have you bought into? They said it, but now is it you that are saying it to yourself and perhaps even saying it to your children and to your friends? Have you bought into the hype? Have you bought the falsehood, the false narratives? And so what are the untruths that I need to push back on so that I can actually be me? Yes. Another area of falsehood along with creativity can be around your sexuality. Were you told that uh, someone who 
is noble or has integrity or has good character, is not a sexual being. And so you are disconnected from yourself, disconnected from your own body. What are the things, not just that you were told, but that you have believed that have stood in the way of you embracing the fullness of who you are? And so in this season, it is going to be important to develop the courage to face those fears. And what helps me to be courageous? What helps me to be courageous is being around more courageous people. You know, when we are surrounded by people who are in bondage in their own thinking and in their own lives, they can reinforce these false scripts and these masks and these costumes that we are wearing uh, because they are living lives in bondage. And so they recommend it for you and they reinforce you for being a fake self. And so when I am in the presence of people who are more free, it frees me up to be myself. When I have friends who are willing to ask questions that are willing uh, to color outside of the lines that are willing to think things through critically and deeply, then it can activate that same muscle and that same trajectory within me. And so as you desire to be more authentic, consider, am I friends with people who are authentic? Right. Because when I'm around real people, usually it will create more space for me to be real and have the courage to be real. I do want to say that there are some people who are contradictory, meaning some people are very free, but will try to stifle everybody else around them. Right. So they may be bold and opinionated, but they can't tolerate or make room for other people's opinions. So I want to not only be around people who are free, but also people who are not only comfortable with, but also encourage my freedom, right? Who appreciate uh, the freeness in me, the freedom in me. And so we are cultivating our courage and we are asking ourselves what we truly value, what we truly love what we uh, truly reject, what we truly believe. It is out of that self-reflection that I can live a life that is more aligned with my values, that is more aligned with where my spirit is and where my heart is, so it will be congruent. And being more congruent can give me greater peace versus when I am incongruent, when I hold a value for something, but then am not living that out, that can create a lot of tension and conflict. To also be more authentic, I have to develop self-love and self-compassion. That when I love someone, I want them to be fully themselves. Likewise, when I love me, I love me enough to not want me to be caged, to be confined, to be something that I am not, that I love the real me. 
And so I want the real me to come out, to speak up, to show up, and to know that it is not only acceptable, but it is an asset and a benefit that your the spaces you are in, your job, your relationships, your faith community, your arts community, your political community, they benefit from your real voice and heart being present. If you just feel you have to agree with everybody else, there is no building there, like nothing, uh, there is no growth if we're all just saying yes, 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 right? But as Amina said, is there anyone present who can say, well, what about, and in a constructive way, right? Not people who just want to shoot down ideas for the sake of being contrary, but for us to stretch, for us to grow, for us to consider, uh, then we know that that will be a benefit. So if you're in a room, let's say in a meeting at your job, and everyone is saying the same thing, and you have a different idea, instead of thinking, uh, I better not say it, really, I, I better say it. Because if I don't say it, it's not being said, right? And so to see it not uh, as a burden or a problem, but as a benefit. And it's important for us to know being more authentic takes time. So you want to be patient and gracious with yourself. For many people, for months and more likely years, you have been living from that place of being adaptive and a modified version of yourself. So currently that will come easier for you. Like without even thinking it, you may find yourself doing that. And so uh, to give yourself grace when you say, oh, I didn't like how I was in that conversation, right? I was going back to my old patterns or I don't like how I showed up in that space uh, because that was the old script. And so you can recognize that without just beating yourself up, it's like giving yourself grace of, okay, I know why I was doing that. Maybe some triggers or signals in the room, maybe who was present and maybe just also my norm of what I am used to doing. And so uh, we can be patient with ourselves and have compassion for ourselves as we begin to shift more into the authenticity and recognizing that, that those old patterns do not serve you. Those old patterns cost you. They cost you your voice. They cost you time. They cost you truth. They may have cost you physical and mental health. They may have had spiritual consequences as well. And so when I'm aware of the cost, it also is a motivator for me that I don't want to continue to pay that. I don't want to continue to live out that cost and consequence to myself is too weighty, is too expensive being fake, is too, is too expensive. And so I want to really choose uh, to be well and to make living from a place of truth my habit, my norm, my go-to. I want to do that. And so speaking your truth is going to be important instead of silencing yourself. Acting in truth is going to be important instead of just going through the motions. And then pursuing your passions. You know, what are the things 
that really make you come alive? What are the things that you truly value? What um, are the things that you are uh, excited about? And what are the things that you're outraged about that you want to give voice to in this season? To have the courage to speak up when things are not right, that is also a part of being authentic instead of pretending things are fine when they're not. And that can be on a personal level or on a societal level, right? So if, if I don't like something personally, right, that is being said or done toward me, or I can speak up and also, and not participate. And also if I am in a space when other people are being mistreated, even if it is not me, but out of my values and my passion and my ethic that I free myself from uh, the, the confines of silence and I speak truth, right? And I speak up for what is right. And so a part of being authentic will also be setting those boundaries. And when things do not align, giving yourself permission to exit, right? Because I'm being authentic. If I don't want to continue a conversation, I can shut it down. If I don't want to continue in a relationship, I can be honest about that and exit. When I know that I am in a space and a place where it is toxic to me, I don't just have to endure it. I can speak truth and then let my truth guide me and lead me into better waters. I am excited for all of us as we make this journey home to ourselves, being liberated to live from a place of truth. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.